0: In spite of a peace deal, the Democratic Republic of Congo is still in the grip of a humanitarian crisis in which millions have died. Pastor Kasareko Kosomo came to USC to raise awareness about the role of minerals in aggravating the conflict. I managed to grab five minutes with him to get his views on the conflict and what needs to happen for it to end. Why have you come to USC today?
1: So Today I came to USC to bring the awareness about what is going on in the Democratic Republic of Congo. There has been violence for over 20 years now, I mean extreme violence going on around conflict minerals, and sometimes people don't hear about it in the right way. People hear about it in a politically correct way, so, but the reality many times is different from what people know, especially over here in the United States of America.
0: Can you explain what people generally assume about the conflict and how the reality is different?
1: Very few people know that really the centre over the duration of the conflict has been around the minerals and other natural resources that we found in the Democratic Republic of Congo in really big quantity. They think that it is just ethnic problems.
0: So tell me about the conflict minerals and the role in aggravating the conflict.
1: In 1994, many people heard about the genocide in Rwanda, and, you know, so many Rwandese people flocked into Congo, and when they moved into Congo, they, they start, you know, creating some troubles for Rwanda and Uganda in many ways. So the Rwandans and Ugandans decided to go and flush out specifically those refugee camps that were in the eastern part of Congo. But when they walked into Congo, they found more than flushing out the refugees, they found a lot of wealth and say, hey, what what is this? And it was like getting anything they wanted from the jungle. Nobody was responsible. Why not just stay and start exploiting these uh, natural resources that are here? The multinationals are, I will say, directly involved in what is going on in the Democratic Republic of Congo. And at least now we are seeing them accepting, start saying, OK, let's see if we can find out where these minerals we are using are from.
0: So is part of your work raising awareness about these multinational companies and trying to get them to change their sourcing processes?
1: Yes. um, I don't want them to say, OK, then we don't buy your product anymore. That will be another extreme because Congo, we don't know how to, to use the, the, those gold or diamond. Let them create a proper way of doing business with Congo. There are proper ways they can do that. They don't have to go kill people to get it. No. They don't have to go through other countries to get them. No. We're not going to the Congolese people themselves. Well, they talk about corruption in anything in Congo, but that's not a sufficient reason to kill people so that you will extract what is under their feet.
0: So it's the multinationals that are supporting this, but how is it exactly working on the ground?
1: Well, it is a kind of uh, channel. The channel is that uh, they go to some neighboring countries, they sponsor that, they say, let We give you money, you you know, next door we have, we need Coltan and then uh, those uh, people in those neighboring countries are very, very bold and they say, okay, let's do that. And they go to Congo and say, so-and-so, why don't you accept to work with us? We are going to equip you with weapons, but uh, on one conditions... You know, that section over there, you need to kill everybody there, then we can dig and find what, what is underground. And that's what had been happening, and really on a very, very high scale. I mean, violence and extreme styles of killing that uh, Congo had never known before. Uh, uh, my wife's grand-uncle was found two weeks after he had been axed in the middle of his head. I mean, he was already decomposing. An old man of 75 years old, I mean, he didn't have anything to do with politics, he even doesn't know what is underground in that day. He didn't know why did they kill him, just to create the kind of atmosphere where they will feel feared and then they can do whatever they want to do.
0: So this conflict has been going on for years, as you said. How do you envisage that the conflict will end?
1: Uh, personally, I think that the conflict will end when really the countries where the multinationals come from will be able to create some laws that will help those multinationals to be able to work in human way, not a way of making violence itself as a commodity.
0: That was Pastor Kasareke Kasomo talking to us about conflict minerals in the Democratic Republic of Congo.